Welcome to Get Amplified from the Amplified Group, the podcast for tech industry leaders and aspiring leaders who want to help their companies execute faster. As always, we're virtual. I'm at home in Bucks, Vicky's in deepest Oxfordshire, and it's just the two of us today. So this is a bit of a preamble for the second half of season two, which will be coming at you very, very soon. Uh, in fact, we've already, already got some great episodes with some fantastic guests in the can. And we just wanted to talk a little bit about a slight sort of change of direction or change of focus is perhaps a better way of saying it uh, for the remainder of this season. So Vicky, do you want to add a bit more colour to that? I would love to. Thank you. What we are doing slightly differently has come about because actually of the amazing guests that we've had on the podcast over the last few months. And you know, we're always talking about being agile and adapting and listening to our clients and the broader experience of the people that we're talking to. And so we're, as you would say, eating our own dog food and actually starting with with Colin Brown and Colin talking about how important it was for Softcat to keep things simple so that they could focus on the culture. So the simplicity thing really started to come out. And then with Mark Templeton, he really talked about how to make things more simple. But he also talked about the inertia that creeps into organisations as they grow. And then the, the next one that actually is coming in the second half is a recording that we did with Paul Weefels from the Chasm Group. And Paul talks about tech-based companies being in a time-based competition. And actually you'll hear on that recording, me having a bit of an aha moment where I realized actually, when I was in corporate world, I would be absolutely talking about the time to market and the speed to market and how quickly can we execute. And at the Amplified Group, we've been talking about teamwork and we've been talking about results, but actually the bit in the middle that makes that happen is the execution. And that's what we have realized in, in the, the four years that we've been working at the Amplified Group with our clients, we've realized actually what we do is we help them execute faster. So that is why we've changed how we're talking about what we do. So what we do hasn't changed, it's just how we're framing it. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. I think it's it's distilling down the message, isn't it? It's making it a little simpler and a little more straightforward. Yes. And actually, it, just thinking about that conversation, another podcast coming up is with Dave Wright, who is Chief Innovation Officer at ServiceNow. And the conversation that you had with him about tech companies and people making sure that they keep their message super simple. Yeah. Yeah, really, really important, really important. So if it's a simple message, your customers understand what you stand for. And importantly as well, your your team, your people have got something that they can get behind, one simple direction. And if what you're doing in that organisation makes the boat move faster, as the phrase seems to be, yes. towards that goal, then you know, you you know, broadly speaking, you're doing the right thing. Yes, yes. And I think having seen the impact that we have on our clients it's all about execution it's all about getting the right stuff done more quickly and how do you make that happen yeah yeah agreed and 
I guess it'd be interesting. Maybe execution is as important or maybe it's more important than strategy. I think big, it's part big of question it. and you weren't expecting that. No, I wasn't. And I think part of it is if you're clear on what your purpose is, a strategy is just a set of conscious decisions. So it's yes. you make those decisions and then you monitor how you're doing against those decisions. And as we've just done here, you make a slight adjustment yeah. to your course. And I think that's the I think that's the important thing. I think that we're also saying that we base our methodology around four key elements. And those are trust, which we've always said. We've always said the importance of having trust in an organisation. And that's the foundation for everything. But trust alone doesn't drive results. You also have to be really clear on purpose and people need to buy into that purpose. So good old Simon Sinek with his why. Yeah, absolutely. But it, it comes to simplicity again, doesn't it? Because if that strategy is simple enough, people can really get behind it. Well, that's exactly it. So we've got trust. We've got purpose. We've also got clarity because you can have purpose. But if you're not super clear on what's expected of you, we've also experienced organisations absolutely paralysed because they don't know what's expected of them. So clarity is another key anchor for us. And then the final one that you've just said already actually is simplicity. And one of my favourite terms, I think, or quotes that has come out of the entire series of podcasts that we've done is Mark Templeton saying, the more simple you keep it, the faster you can go. And what was wonderful about the podcast following Collins, where he talked about simplicity, Mark then gave us some real tips about how you make simplicity part of the strategy. So you're constantly looking at simplifying and you actually are thinking about that all of the time. What layers can you take out? How can you make a process more simple? How can you make your message more simple? And so we've learned so much and now we're implementing it. So if you like, we're in execution mode. Yeah, perfect. I think that makes a lot of sense. So how come it's just the two of us? What have you done with Shah? So that's a really good question, Sam. So um, Shah has followed her heart and she's gone back into corporate world. And it's, it's what's right for Shah. And I'm absolutely delighted for her as she's getting on really well. Um, and she has promised us that she's going to come back as a guest and she's going to share with us everything that she learned from the Amplified Group and how she's now putting it into practice. Brilliant. It's going to be highly entertaining dropping hero time on her. It is, yeah. <laughs> the way she, the, uh, and the way that she's victimised all our wonderful guests over the last little while. <laughs> so can I, can I turn the tables on you? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. For a change. Go so, for it. I've just shared with you what my key takeaways have been and my learnings from, from the recordings that we've done. So we've, we've recorded quite a few now, Sam. So have you got any favourites? Favourites. I mean, I, I would say the ones that I've enjoyed the most. We had a little run of three on the bounce that were Colin Brown, who was my immediate boss for my last eight years, whatever it was, of Softcat. We had David Perry-Jones, who I knew in his time at VMware. And then we had Mark Templeton. And, you know, those three people, you know, one of whom I know really, really well, and two of whom 
I, I knew, but it was really interesting to get to know better. I just thought they were the most magnificent three leaders and so much wisdom to impart. And actually some real similarities between the three of them. That just shows that I think that there's maybe outside of, of business, there's this, this view perhaps that you need to behave like Lord Alan Sugar pointing your finger at people and firing people. And you've got to be a bit of a bit of an arsehole. Am I allowed to use the word yeah, arsehole? You are, absolutely. <laughs> yes. me out if not. Um, yeah. To succeed in business. And it's abundantly clear to me that actually you don't. And, you know, that might get you into a lower tier management role, but it certainly ain't going to get you to the top, not in this day and age, because there's more important stuff than just squeezing every last drop out of people through fear and aggression. And I don't think any of those three leaders have a might of aggression or intimidation in their bodies and I just thought that was a great run of you know if you listen to any of them listen to those three and a couple of things to, to feed back to you there well firstly totally agree with everything you said there and actually what all three have in common is they really care about their people yeah yeah um, and they're very humble in their in their approach so absolutely yeah. but yeah, yeah. I don't think I've shared with you recently our top 10 podcasts. Guess Ooh, which are the top we? guess which are the top ones. <laughs> it's gonna be those three, isn't it? It is. It I'm, absolutely I'm, is. I mean, I'm guessing Mark T is gonna be top one you know, one or both of his team yeah. because you know he's a he's a big name and and perhaps more of an international name than the other two. Yes. And I reckon I reckon the other two are duking it out for for second. They are. They yeah. are, although Twilio recently um, got wind of DPJs in the US and it, it's gone oh, no, a storm that, over there. Oh, that's just cheating. <laughs> 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 yes, indeed. But no, thank you. I, I totally, um, totally can see why those are your, are your yeah. favourites. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we've got some great ones lined up to, to support... Uh, I'm just thinking, you know, we're talking about caring. The yeah. one that we did with Rebecca Fox about kind girls can get the corner office. Yeah. So Rebecca was a great one, but she's not in the tech industry. She's in the, yeah. you know, leading the Chartered Institute of Project Management. Yeah. But we've got Sam Mudd coming up yeah. from Phoenix Software, from the Bytes Group. Absolutely a great example of a really kind caring yeah. leader who is yeah. delivering amazing results absolutely i mean i know sam you know again from my my time in the industry and she's just delightful she's just a warm and wonderful human being and you know that goes to prove the point i think it's it's interesting isn't it there was this big thing i guess it was maybe three or four years ago that it was cheryl sandberg i think who coined the you know the lean in phrase as yes. a, as, as a a, a woman in business you had to be as aggressive as, as the boys and I wonder if it's actually going the other way and it's more like the boys who succeed have taken a leaf out of the girls book and have actually softened their approach and yeah. they're not, not as as uh, as aggressive as perhaps they once were and I think the world is a better place for that sort of approach and Sam absolutely exemplifies that 
yeah she does she does but I think it's also something that's almost good that's come out of you know the last year that we've gone through and certainly we're seeing this from a business perspective that more organizations are realizing how much they need to care for their people mm. yeah 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 and actually particularly in these them, crazy times yeah yeah but caring for them and and actually that delivers the results and in fact you know the other podcast that you know I I think really took courage was Stuart Fenton talking about how the fact he used to be really numbers focused and he you know his title of his podcast and he came up with the title was I was a terrible leader until and then he's realized where you know with the company that he's set up now just caring for your people and the results that that drives just seeing quarter on quarter the results that they're releasing take care of your people they'll take care of your customers if you take yeah. care of the, your customers the yeah. rest will follow exactly exactly yeah. so one of the things that we say at the amplified group is we wish we'd known this stuff 20 yeah. years ago so what do you wish you'd known 20 years ago so it's interesting but it's i think it kind of exemplifies the point that we've just made about maybe caring for people and that's that sort of behavior i think you know i went through a, a journey i suppose to, through my uni days and into my time into softcat and i guess through more by luck than judgment i was always a bit of a high flyer um without wanting to blow my own trumpet and i think that i think i felt that people should just sort of naturally come along with me on that journey and should you know live up to my standards and behave the way that I behaved and I I don't know about maybe 20 years ago but certainly maybe 18 years ago um, as I started to become a manager and then in particular when I moved into um, running the services business at Softcap my early days of that I think I was a bit gung-ho and a bit bull in a china shop and I'm not sure that it was necessarily that I didn't care. You know, I'm I'm not the kind of guy who doesn't care. But I think I didn't realise how important that stuff was. And I I think I I, I wouldn't have been, at least I hope I wasn't, an aggressive or in any way an intimidatory manager. But I think I was probably a bit too direct and a bit too sort of forceful, um, which is symptomatic of just wanting to get stuff done. and I think I've learned probably in my, particularly in my latter years of Softcat and through some of the experiences that I've had myself with my little health issue that was, wasn't all that little, I suppose, three years ago that led to my early retirement um, through helping a friend through a crisis of, of his own, um, through seeing people struggle with mental health through this crisis. In particular, probably talking to Chris in season one when we yes. did those five little things for mental health. Yeah. We, I say little because they were only short. They were actually massive, great, big, really important things. Um, and I think through that, I do genuinely think that my approach now is so much softer and gentler and I hope a lot more empathetic. Yeah. Um 
you know, I'm not in a position of management anymore. I dabble in a few things, kind of mostly mentoring, non-executive, a few investments here and there and bits and pieces like that. But um, my approach to life, to getting along with people, to probably particularly exemplified by working with my daughter through the pandemic and trying to get her through it, is so much softer and more empathetic that I think that I'm probably a better guy for it. And I wish I'd known that earlier on. I don't know that we would have necessarily got where we were going any quicker, yeah. but some people might have stayed a little bit longer or would have liked me a bit more, which is maybe important, perhaps. You know, there's one guy in particular I can think of at Softcat that, I know I really pissed off in my early days when I originally became his manager. And I reckon he probably didn't like me. And I reckon he was probably perfectly at liberty to have that impression. And over time, you know, we did a bit of drinking together and so on and, and, and all became well. But I think I could have handled him a lot better yeah. in the early days. And I'd have probably got more out of him as an individual. But I just didn't have that experience, you know. I right. was I was young, I was callow, I was direct and straightforward. I wanted to get stuff done. I wanted to help my team execute faster. And I thought that by being this force of nature manager, that would get us there. And I think all that stuff is important. But if I could have tempered my enthusiasm with just a smidge more empathy, I yeah. think I would have been more effective. Yeah, I'm I'm just listening and, and nodding there because I can just relate to that. I think I could describe myself as almost bull in a china shop. Yeah. Um, and what, I, you know, even just doing these podcasts, I've realised, and, you know, we've joked about this, how much I dominate conversation and don't ask enough questions and you know, I've always thought that I was a good listener, but I'm always too quick to jump in with my yeah, answers. Yeah. And I've really learned that self-consciousness, I think, yeah. even just recently. So there's, there's been a people, lot to learn. <laughs> I think people often, when you're managing them, and in, in particular when you're coaching them, which is more akin to what I guess I do these days, they're not looking for you to provide them with answers they're looking for you to lead them to the answers that are inherent within them already yes well that's very much the coaching so yes. it's one of the you know you know that we work with Okta we were doing a coaching session with them recently and actually Chris who you just talked about there Bye. he's one of our advisors yeah. He ran the coaching session because he just asks question after question after question. And he's so patient. He's just a master at it. And I learn from him every time I watch him do it. So are we going to wrap up, do you think? Yeah, I think we probably should. I think we probably should. I just want to say before we finish, Sam, how much we appreciate having you as our host. It is a real privilege to work with you. I can't believe you've just done that. So I'm going to keep this in the podcast, but he just put his 
how do you how do you describe what you've just done? You've just, I thumbed my nose at you. <laughs> you thumbed your nose at me. There we go. But it really, really is a joy to work with you. So thank yes. you very I'm, much. It's it's my pleasure. I've had great fun doing it, and you know, it, I like to feed my brain, and I've learned a lot by being involved in this. Um, I, you know, I've learned things and stuff and approaches, but I think I've learned a bit about me as well in yeah. kind of reflecting that back to people. And that's really interesting. Cool. Brilliant. Thank you. So there's there is lots more to come. That was all a little bit deep and meaningful. It was. Tuesday <laughs> afternoon. Um, so I hope that our wonderful listeners, whom we appreciate very much, have found this useful and interesting and give you a flavour for what's to come in the second half of season two. So please do tune in. Um, remains for me to say thank you for listening to Get Amplified from the Amplified Group. Your comments and subscriptions, as always, are most gratefully received. <laughs> Never did get me clap award, did I? No, I need to get you one. <laughs> I bet you can get one for three pound fifty off Amazon or something. <laughs>